Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Happy Christmas! We are two days away. I hope that you are being good because if not, you are probably going to be in trouble with the big man. We are excited to be in studying about David and Christ as conquerors. And today's dig a bit is going to be taken. This is number two for December. Today's dig a bit is going to be taken from Ephesians chapter four. It's one of my favorite passages in the New Testament because it has so much to do with our treatment of one another and it's very practical behavior wise. So as we're studying from Ephesians four, we are studying our words because we are kind of taking a little detour um, based on 1 Samuel 17, where it does state that the people heard the words of the Philistine giant, and they were greatly dismayed because of his words. Words have great power. It doesn't say they were greatly dismayed, at least in that verse, because of his armor or because of his mighty sword or because of his size even. It says they were greatly dismayed because of his words. I think from that we need to take the profound power of words as weapons and as tools in our lives. And so I wanted us to look at Ephesians 4 from that standpoint. This will be a quick dig a bit, I think. But from Ephesians 4, the passages that have to do with our words are verse 15 which says, speaking the truth in love. Let's read that entire verse. It says there, but speaking the truth in love, you may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. The next passage that has to do with words is 25, putting away lying, let every man speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Verse 29 Let no corrupt communication or speech proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it might minister grace to the hearers. And verse 31, let evil speaking be put away from you. And so in the context of bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, Um, Let all these things, along with malice, be put away from you, evil speaking. All right, so those are the passages that we have that are directly about words, our speech, from Ephesians chapter 4. If if we just want to boil that down, so we are letting all of the extras evaporate here, and we're boiling it down to a list of do's and don'ts, we have three do's and two don'ts from that list that have to do with our words. Do speak truth exclusively. Do speak truth exclusively. Do apply the principles of love as you speak. Three, encourage with your speech. Those are three important things that are distilled from these verses about speech in Ephesians chapter 4. Speak the truth. Apply the principles of love and encourage or edify each other with those words. The don'ts of that passage, when we distill them down, or don't lie, opposite of speaking truth, and don't speak corrupt, I'm going to say nasty, dirty, tainted, worldly. Don't speak those things. 
And there's a little bit more of that in chapter five. But now what I want us to notice is that when we apply these do's and don'ts to our lives, I I would encourage you to even put these on your fridge. Do speak truth. Do apply love. Do edify. Don't lie and don't speak corrupt things. Let no corrupt communication proceed from your mouth. You're going to think things sometimes that you shouldn't think. Stop them before they come out of your mouth. So do speak truth, do apply love, do encourage, don't lie, don't speak corrupt things. That's what we get from this passage. But I love the fact that it says that you may minister grace. It is in verse 29, let no corrupt communication proceed from your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace. You know, I hear a lot of people say, show a little grace, show a little grace, show a little grace. Well, this is a biblical injunction here that we show grace. We administer grace by our words. So how do we administer grace by our words? Number one, we don't give up truth. We can't give the grace of God by skirting around truth. So we're going to hold others accountable, hold ourselves accountable to the truth of God's word. We cannot say that words don't matter, not in our own lives and not in the Bible. God's word matters. God's truth matters. So we are showing grace. We are giving a little grace as we hear all around us. When we stick to the truth of God's word, we speak that truth. But we do it in love. Our attitude is one of meekness, Galatians 6.1. That is realizing that we ourselves are accountable to truth and are so very fallible. So we speak it in love. What we want more than anything else is the souls around us to be around the throne one day with us. And so we're not speaking truth haughtily or as if we have an ex- some sort of an exclusive hold on truth. We speak truth in love. We, and then we encourage with our words. If we speak the truth in love, the result is going to be encouragement. We are going to edify. We are going to build up. I got a note from somebody just this week, and she said, and I don't always do this in the right way. I understand that, but her words pierced me. She said, thank you for um, never giving up on me and and for correction. That's how she said it, and for correction. You know what that is, the never giving up part, is the the great love I have for this sister. And the correction is the truth. So we put those two things together, and the result is ministering grace. Now, this particular sister, not because of anything that I did, but this particular sister was restored to faithfulness this very week. And I love how that her paragraph to me had those two things in it. Thank you for... um, correcting me, and thank you for not giving up on me. Well, I didn't give up on her. I didn't do anything. I'm not taking any credit here. But I didn't give up on her because I love her. I love her. So it's truth, correction, with love. 
that ministers grace, and she is basking in the grace of God. She is enjoying the fact. Uh, my friend that was there when she was restored to faithfulness said, I wish you could have been here. She was glowing. You know what? Um, we minister grace when we speak truth in love. And this passage in Ephesians 4 even expresses that in words, that you do these things with your speech so that you may minister grace. Grace is not ignoring truth. Grace is speaking truth. It is articulating truth from God's word in a spirit of love. So the don'ts are don't lie. Don't lie. Don't give someone false hope. Don't say to someone, you know, I I think you're going to be fine when you haven't obeyed the gospel of Christ. We don't lie and we don't speak corrupt things. We keep our speech free of the unclean things of the world. And in those ways, we minister grace to the hearers. And the the chapter concludes with verse 32, which says, Be kind. Oh, this is grace. Be kind one to another. Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. We can't really, if we speak the truth, we can't really minister anything but grace. Because the truth is that without His grace, we are hopelessly lost. And with His grace, we have joy, we have peace, and we have everything to live for. I hope you're having a great day.